0: Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. It's time, once again, to join your hosts Q and J in the writer's room for an Other Stuff 2 discussion you'll definitely agree with. High Five the Podcast is not responsible for your agreement or disagreement with our discussions, but if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. And now, on with the show. <laughs>
1: Have you ever found a nice steak sitting outside? Neither have I, but I'm really going to try. It's the trash trash can. can. The other day I found some nachos on a diaper. (laughs) I I said, why not? And I gave it a (laughs) try. The trash can. (laughs) You know, the thing about a nacho diaper is if you're going to have nachos in a trash can and you're going to want to eat them. You, you want him to <laughs> see <As he> would <laughs> As you would. You're going to want to have some sort of plate apparatus involved in that. You can't I, just, like, go scooping nachos out of the trash. That's so true. Well, I mean, you can, but you, I— You can. But you but will then, be judged. Th- yeah, you'd be judged just like George was at that children's birthday party when he ate the eclair out of the trash can. Exactly. People are just like, mm, but if you have a plate to put it on— Or anything that looks like a plate. That's where the diaper comes in. Or maybe some tongs to reach it out of the garbage (laughs) with, just to make it look more professional. So So in that scenario, am I walking around with a plate? And tongs. And tongs. Tong, yes. Or were the tongs also in the trash can? Uh, are these no. trash tongs? These are not trash tongs. Okay. These are your personal tongs. These are my per- These are my traveling tongs. Yeah, cuz let's be honest. These are my walking know, tongs. You never know where's going to be a good trash meal. And you know you, you never really know. You just really need to know. be prepared. You, even beyond that, you never really know when you're going to need a good tonging. <laughs> you know? We need uh, you're going to get a good tonging too. How Q, how many <laughs> times have you walked down the street and said, "You know what? I need some tongs right now." Uh, I need like some tongs every day of my life. Exactly, and that's my point. Every single day, I've been like, (laughs) you know what? I wish I had right now, pair of tongs, pair of tongs, a plate. Oh man, I wish I had a quality and tongs. (laughs) Hey, so by the way, we're gonna we're we're recording. Are we good? I was hoping I was hoping someone uh, would get to hear our Trash Man song. We are. Uh, We're talking about trash. We are, and we're talking trash, and we're gonna do something a little different. We've decided because we tend to speak trash at nauseum at nauseum we're go- yeah we're going to uh we're going to separate it from our proper episodes yeah we've we've heard that you know people love our top 5 lists they love our discussions and they love when we talk movie news and just sort of shoot the shit about what's going on in the world of movies but we've also realized that we need to respect people's commutes so we don't want to make all the episodes extra long so we're actually going to give you different episodes where we just talk about movie news and things we've seen, and then our episodes, the top five-based episodes... We'll still release every Friday as normal. Of course. Of but you course, won't these have, are just going to come out extra. You won't have nearly as much blah, blah, blah taking up that topical episode. No, 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 no. We We're going to go from yada, yada, yada to just like yada and then right into it. Right. So this would be maybe more of a high two and a half <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is just like a graze like a little should, should we like should we high two and a half yeah high is like
0: moody and stuff i love your stuff weird stuff sensitive stuff taxing stuff evil stuff
1: big little stuff heavy stuff big boy stuff super cool stuff you wouldn't understand That doesn't really work. That kind of sounded like we were just having sex. <laughs> it kind of did. It kind of did. Just a little so, like, all right. Well, when we pause, let's bang it out real quick. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just using the two fingers. That's <laughs> somehow that sounds worse. Somehow it's, it makes it sound worse. It How does. does that make it sound worse? You're actively trying to sound uh, sensationalistic, and I am not. So, <laughs> no, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, so we're here. So we're here catching up. So, Jay- So, do we have a name for this, like, type of episode? We're like, welcome to uh, High Five the Podcast presents Q&J Psh- sh- sh- Talk About Movies. Uh, Q&J- Shoot the Shit shoot Show. Sh- Our shit show. The shit show. High or, Five colon shit show. Well, we can call this the Other Stuff also. Other- The well, Other how Stuff? About, how about this? I like that, actually, because we've been talking about Other Stuff too. We used to have Other Stuff too episodes. Right. How about we just make these our weekly Other Stuff 2s? Perfect. Yeah. I love it. You're, hey, welcome. You are you just had a peek behind the curtain, and you're listening to us decide on what to call this episode. And you know what? We've decided it's going to be high five, colon, the Other Stuff too. And then stay tuned, because next on the agenda, we're deciding what we have for lunch. <laughs> <This> <laughs> also, going to be so great. We're going to decide if they're putting that park in downtown over the old pit. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the pit. Fill in the pit. <laughs> We're going to – you're going to sit and hear us as we brainstorm what our retort to the, the community meeting about it is going to be. Speaking of Parks and Rec, uh, random thing. I keep up with the news in Nashville since I have moved away. Moved oh, yeah, far, far yeah. Away. and So uh, much news. I saw that uh, – you, you know Parks and Rec. I do. We I love it th- very much. I saw that uh, for all the Parks and Rec fans out there, I saw that Nashville was getting – Jammed pretty hard. They were getting Jeremy jammed <laughs> uh, yesterday with. Uh, they were trying to chop down all the cherry trees, yeah, the cherry blossom trees. Okay, so for the can, NFL draft stage. Yes. So yes, I'll I'll give you a little bit of backstory on this. This is something that's important to Amanda, so I will. Speak yeah. To it. Tell um, us about it. So yeah, that basically what you have there's a there's a strip in Nashville that has like seventy some odd cherry trees, and they're just beautiful and they bloom every year, and this year they they were going to chop down nearly half. I think like now, to the, be fair, too, they the also have a cherry blossom festival literally every year to celebrate said cherry blossom trees. Yeah. So they were like, hey, let's get rid of, like, half of them, and then we can replant them or whatever. Um. And so a lot of people, understandably, were very upset. They're like, what, the NFL draft happens every year, and we care – Very little about it. Uh, So how is this going to work? So there was a huge outcry. And as of – did you hear the news as of this morning? Yeah. This morning, the mayor pulled it back. She said, you know what? Listen, I'm going to make sure that all the trees are taken out as a whole unit. Yep. And then replanted in exact same spots after it's done. And did you read even further than that? The NFL has agreed to plant an additional 200 cherry blossom trees in and around Nashville to add – even more, and I was like, you know what? That's fine. But it felt like a real Parks and Rec moment. It did, for it sure. Did. And legitimately, we I was Leslie talking know to Haley. The crap out of it. for sure. I was talking to Haley as we were, as I was reading the article, and I was like, Uh "Nashville's getting jammed. <laughs> You've just been jammed. They're getting jammed super Although, hard right now." Jam would be the guy who wanted to cut down all the trees. We just jammed the jam. Well, no, that's <laughs> it's a double. You can't double jam a triple jam. You can. You can double jam a triple jam. Uh, no, but that was, so that was crazy. I saw that was going on and anybody interested, check it out. The news is out there still floating around. It's been pretty crazy. Uh, well, okay. And, and honestly, let's not, let's not get too far down. And I know this isn't a news podcast, but you just talked about something that's important to, to Nashville and where I am and especially Amanda. Yeah. Can we also talk about stuff that's going on where you live and things that are important to Haley? Yeah. Because, yeah, we're, we might have lost some trees, but man, <laughs> you guys are losing cities yeah. in, in Nebraska. And again, I don't want him to get this too serious, sure, but sure. there are places that people can go to help. Absolutely. So, uh, check so Nebraska's out, underwater. Yeah, Nebraska has become Aquaman 2. Uh, it is it, uh, uh, Nebraska is currently the prequel to Waterworld for like sure. Like Kevin Spacey's out there. I mean not Kevin Spacey. Ke- <laughs> no,
0: he is <laughs> he
1: is but nobody knows why. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's out there just trying to trying to get House of Cards <laughs> restarted <laughs> he's in just Nebraska. Out, for sure. It, House of Corns. House of um, House of Water. Is yeah. more like it right now. Um, but no Kevin Cosner's out there people are watching the Highwaymen like it's it's rough it is so so here's the deal so we had some uh, unprecedentedly long winter weather con, uh, combined with some snow and then a sudden warming a global warming if you will almost uh <laughs> no <laughs> no i mean you're right but 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 damn uh <laughs> We had some sudden, some sudden warming, and honestly what happened, and it was pretty crazy, um, the ground didn't have time to unfreeze as the snow melted on top and rain started pouring down. So we had unprecedented flooding throughout Nebraska, like crazy, crazy flooding, kind of what happened to like in Nashville in yeah. 2010, like buildings, cities, gone. So, but not just like one river like it was in Nashville, like whole cities. Even oh yeah. Omaha, where you are absolutely you guys parts had some underwater epic flooding. You were sending me pictures of crazy flooding yep. pictures. Uh, bridges, total bridges have gotten swept away in the flooding, like gigantic bridges. We're not talking like a little pedestrian bridge right. or like a wooden walking bridge. We're talking like gigantic bridge structures washed away in the rain. It's uh, nuts. Cows stuck on like yeah, flood-made islands, made islands there was pictures and fields. Where, right, where livestock, I up had, those like, pictures. livestock had like uh, all kind of congregated on just little islands of dry land amidst all this water. Um, families, and, and this is the realistic side of it. Families have been devastated. Farmers have been devastated. Communities, towns, the well, state cities, has been devastated. Some cities aren't going to be able to come back. Right. Haley grew up in a very small town called Vertigree, Um and it has pretty much been leveled for the most part. Um, but on the flip side, there has been a large, 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 large outpouring of mm-hmm. support and uh, interstate community uh, support and states outside Nebraska support. Um, so there are ways that people can help. Uh, just look it up online. There's a million different charities. There's a million say, different places. Well, I know that Haley had been sharing one or two in particular, and I was going to see if there are any that like should like if we could share some of those through our social. If if we wanted to just get sure, the word no, out, we absolutely so. can. Um, her sister and father and mother have actually been putting together uh, a large. Uh, kind of charity collection oh, for cool. uh, the Niabrera, which is kind of the area that they live within the Niobrara River Valley uh, cities that have been affected by uh, by the flooding. Um, oh, so cool. it's to help help some of these farmers survive, because without without this help and without this assistance, make no mistake, these people, their lives would be over. Like yeah. they would have no source of income, they have no anything. So they're it, it's 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 really that serious. So people, yeah. uh, they're accepting donations of hay bales. If you uh, can help, do corn, help. dog food, supplies, anything you can think of. Um, it it really yeah. it really makes a big difference. So, so now, yeah, so that's that's the Q and J World Report. And what I'll do what I'll do right now is like right now a lot of people are probably thinking. Dudes, I listen to this podcast because you're silly and you talk about movies, and Jay does really bad impressions, and that's why I come back. And we know that. And the thing about it is, most podcasts would spend the first five or six minutes hawking wares at you. They'd be like, hey, right. did you know Zip Recruiter can Or, hey, what about the Quip Tooth? But we're actually going to talk about some real stuff and things that matter to us. So if we're going to do a commercial, we're going to let you know places you can do real good, real help, and that will benefit people. And guess what? None of those donations benefit us at all. So you can do it to spite us just for wasting your time right now. For, do it. Donate sure. to spite High Five. Do it. So, so yeah. So do it. Go, Go look. Uh, go look. Just go- just literally Google Nebraska, you Nebraska that, flood twenty nineteen, and there will be plenty of places it. to go donate and help. Um, we'll throw up a link to uh, Haley's family's stuff so that the the drive <clears throat> sure. that they're doing. They were actually featured in a New York Times article. Last hey, very week, cool. Um, talking I mean, not about, cool because of what happened. Sure, but cool that like they're getting, it's getting recognition, that level yeah. of 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 you know uh, national notice. Uh, well, one thing. Great. To naturally segue kind of back into what we want to talk about, uh, I know that you had the great opportunity. You had your girls up in Omaha with you for for almost an entire week. And I know one of the things that you guys like to do because you force it on them is go to movies. We do. Uh, They hate movies. (laughs) They (laughs) They just, just, well, they were on a full episode with us. I know. They hated it. We forced them. Uh, Electric dog collars work wonders. They do. And man, um, it got us a good My Little Pony episode. It did, it did, and I was able to edit out all the screeching anytime <laughs> we hit the button. So that which was great. I asked you not to do that, but you said it should. I was like, right. well, what about the juxtaposition of like the horror screams with the My Little Pony conversation? You're like, right. it just doesn't work. Our test audiences all had aneurysms, and most of them are in insane asylums. Now. Exactly, and so I I had to go with the evidence and have you edit that out. But maybe in the future, you know what we we might release just a sample track of just them screaming. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> bonus track. Bonus if you bonus if you get track if you get to the end of the CD, the last track you'll notice is like 27 minutes long. 20 of that is silence, but right. then the last five minutes is just them screaming. It's just. Tiny preteen screens. I don't know how screens. the audio engineer did that, but it was it was wonderful. crazy. Um, yeah, we went and saw a special advanced screening of Shazam, Shazoom. Okay, yeah. A.K.A. I, Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay, yeah, also actually Captain also, Marvel as well. <laughs> yes, it is. It was because sh- okay Shazam. My knowledge of it is that. Shazam was either the original, or was also named Captain Marvel, yes. and then had to get had had to be changed because Marvel also made a um, Captain Marvel or something. Okay, so here's the deal: it's still Captain Marvel. Shazam okay. is still Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, the problem is when you get into the rights of showing something on the screen. Sure, they both can't call it Captain Marvel and be released in the same month, <laughs> right? That would create audience confusion, I think. It'd be like if you had Deep Impact and Armageddon come out in the same summer. But they were both called Deep Impact. (laughs) (laughs) Deep impact Armageddon. Right. And it was like, hey, did you see Deep Impact? Yeah. You mean with Elijah Wood? No. I mean with Liv Tyler. No, I mean the one with the asteroid hitting Earth. Yeah. The one with Elijah Wood and Morgan Freeman. No. The one with Liv Tyler and Bruce Willis. No. The one with the big rock where we have to go up and get it taken care of before it destroys Earth. Yes, Exactly. With Elijah Wood? No. With Bruce Willis? Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> right. So, thankfully, the studio decided not to do that. Um, and Shazam... the one with Brie Larson? Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to keep the bit going. So, Shazam uh was good. Okay, let me say let before you say anything. Uh, you, too you, late. You're <laughs> free. Yeah, you're you're free to say as much as you want about Shazam. I don't think you're there's like a whole bunch of spoilers, but this is like the first DC movie I was genuinely excited about. Yeah. So um o- outside of like the first handful when I thought they were all going to be good. Sure. So, so here's the deal. Yeah, it, how d- is it's good? They Shazam they did. Shazam is the Thor Ragnarok of the DC universe. That so, I'm already on board. They leaned way more into the comedy. I heard it was very is it kitty comedy? Um, not really. It's okay. kind of it straddles this weird. It straddles this really weird area, this uh, uncanny valley, if you will, of of being too kitty for some things, but maybe too adult for other things. You, know, like, I saw. I think I saw a Collider article that that was their whole point. Yeah, it's kind of it. It does this weird thing where the tone feels sometimes it does feel very childlike like Mm. they are definitely aiming to the preteens and the early teen kind of demographic right and then sometimes the violence and like sudden seriousness of subject matter and situation feel very adult and out of place in this like kids movie really um but Oddly enough, as much as that sounds like it should bother me because it's like a wild tonal shifts, I was actually kind of on board with it because the childlike aspects were kind of a reprieve from the heavy darkness. Okay. So and then it the felt darkness like it was, was done of, in a way that made sense to, yeah, for you. For me, totally, for me. Um, I will say um, that... Zachary Levi is great. Okay, that was going to be my next question because if anybody could pull off a super jacked, handsome Superman hero that has the mind of a thirteen-year-old boy, I feel like it's Zachary Levi for sure. And it's basically big as a superhero. You know I what love I mean? That though. So that's how he acts. At he manages to act like a fourteen-year-old boy in this giant superhero body, convincingly through the whole movie. Um, I will say I liked kind of the motivation of things. Uh, Mark Strong is Dr. Savannah mm-hmm. in it. He's all whole- I, I always think Mark, Mark Strong is good, even in like something like The Brothers Grimsby. That isn't the best movie. I like him in it. But and the weird part is, is Mark Strong is I feel like one of those like underutilized mm-hmm. character actors. Like Kick some- Ass, he was great in Kick Ass. Somehow he never or he never somehow he is always like present for these big blockbuster movies but he always kind of like he was in green lantern yeah he was a great part of green lantern Mm -hmm. uh he's in kingsman both kingsman one and two playing as a a good guy as like the q type gadget guy um but he's this character actor who's who's really good and for some reason he always just kind of like he never gets that moment to shine, and I thought he was really good in this movie. The if thing, I'm being of, honest. the th- this happened with Shazam. I have to tell. I have this experience with Mark Strong in almost every movie he's in. Is I'll get excited about a movie, and then I will find out in the fourth quarter that Mark Strong's in it, and be like, oh mark strong's in this cool i'm more excited now that's happened that happened with kick-ass it happened with kingsman it happened with this like almost everything he's in i'm like oh cool i found out late that mark strong is in this well and that's exactly the point for some reason like they're never marketing with mark strong like they're always like oh by the way he's in this too but it's never like zachary levi versus mark Mark Strong. strong Yeah, I mean, it's not like you'd get with uh, when they were advertising uh, uh, the last Dark Knight movie, and it was Christian Bale, Tom Hardy. Right. Like, da dun, dun dun And I feel like, not that Mark Strong has done as layered of characters as Tom Hardy, but I would say he's a he's an equally good actor. I've seen him turn in some really great performances. I, I have as well. So, well, I'm glad. I will be it was good. seeing Definitely I will be go see it. That. That's my recommend. It's not the best. It's not sure. the worst. It is a very serviceable Marvel. I mean, not Marvel. Well, <laughs> Marvel-esque movie. Yeah. I will say that this felt the most tonally adjacent? closest to a Marvel movie. It's Marvel adjacent. It really did. Like, it felt like DC was like, you know what? Let's make a Marvel movie. Well, yeah, And okay. let's use the one that's called Marvel. <laughs> yeah, like, how close can we get? <laughs> right. It's one of those, like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, Marvel. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> touching you. I'm not touching you. That's exactly what it felt like. Marvel's like, I took it out of our box office, and Shazam's like, I'm not touching your box office. This is my box office. It's like, but we released Dumbo the same weekend. You out of my box office, right? That's a that's literally what it felt like. So go see it. It's a it's a it's a good movie. It's fun. I will say because you know not not that these two movies are anything like each other but for the between the two movies that are characters named captain marvel i would recommend Shazam over captain marvel really Ooh, i mean i just enjoyed i enjoyed it a lot more and yeah. that's purely it's based purely on that just yeah, it's how pure much enjoyment of a film yep Which i is fun. i had way more fun and enjoyed myself more in Shazam than I did in Captain War. Well, that is a factor that you should take into account. Speaking of, I actually want to segue into something that I recently watched, which relates to this, because you said, uh, I liked how you said Shazam is basically big in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Speaking of that, have you watched the new trailer for Brightburn, which is basically just like, Horror, like what if Superman was evil, as opposed to what if Superman was Tom Hanks? What if Superman was n- Bad Man? <laughs> yeah, holy lord! Did you watch the newest trailer? I like did with, with the the, la- the like three the, minute uh, trailer with the one the fluorescent bulbs burst on the lady's into her face. eyeball. Holy crap! And then she pulls the glass. Out holy of her crap! Eye. In the trailer, she did that. Yeah. What that movie looks so good. Cue. I know. I, it might not be, it might not be, but James Gunn is producing it. And his last foray into this was super with Rain Wilson, which, which is I awesome. love. Awesome. And so this feels like a movie that I'm excited to see. And I want it to stay. Like, I kind of want the hype to never go away. <laughs> well, it, it kind of feels like, um, I don't know if, and this is kind of not a segue off of this topic, but bringing in another thing that's been announced recently. You know, Disney Plus's service is gearing yes. up for a launch this year. Yeah, I don't know when, but sometime this calendar year. I think they're talking like Q4, so like fall. The thing is, I would bet you a billion dollars they're going to launch it to either amp up or facilitate the hype around this year's Star Wars. You think so? There has been, and we need to talk about that too, there has been a shocking little announced about that new Star Wars. Like... (laughs) Did you see? Um, I think it was either Cinema Blend or no. Nope, it was Birth movies, Ugh. Death. That was that like something the... is definitely going to yes. happen. Yes, they uh, wrote an entire article basically saying something is going to happen yeah. in Star Wars, and um, that thing has been confirmed for sure by multiple sources. It's happening. That was a great article. Good for them. Um. So, oh, what was oh, what. What this feels like, what *Brightburn* feels like, is uh, Disney Plus is adding an, an animated series version of uh, the "What If" comics or the yes, Worlds comics. I did see. We shared that on our our social uh, for high five, I think. Which is super exciting. Which always posits like weird things, like what if you know? Well, obviously Marvel won't be doing this, but um, what if Superman was was crash landed in right. in Russia? Right. instead and became the red sun, you right. know what i mean? Or what if Wolverine um got married to Jean Grey and had a baby, you right. know what i mean? What what if like what if Spider-Man was the Hulk? Right. Yeah. And so um this feels like a very elseworlds kind of thing. Yeah. Like what if Superman crash-landed but instead of deciding to be good, he was he, bullied and realized he could be evil. Right. And then did. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm Totally on board with. I feel like it adds a very refreshing take on that super-powered, that ultra-powered character. Because yeah. that's always been my problem with Superman is he's just too-powered. He's yeah. overpowered. Like, he's indestructible, which makes things and fights with him feel way less stakes. Like, there's there's no stakes in it. Yeah. Well, and I, so- think, I think one of the things that makes me so excited about Brightburn is – is it's very similar to that story that I had written or that I'd started writing that you really got uh, oh, yes. into a couple years ago, that Sons of Midas story yep. that was basically – it's not the same story. It's not in any not, way related. But, but the it, idea is that there is a Superman-like guy who then gets rid of all the villains and realizes that he's bored and has nothing left to do right. and sort of becomes evil just for the fun of it. Right. And this is taking that idea of this wholesome super that you like and what what would happen if, like, human emotions truly affected them the way that they do us. Exactly. And, and I, I love, love that, that concept. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Same. Ah! Jinxies. Oh, now you got to buy me a Coke. Um, or just Coke. I'll just, I was about to say, I'll just buy you some Coke. Right. You're in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so let's see. What else we got going on on the slate? Oh, I watched oh. the trailer for Annabelle Homecoming. What do you think? Whatever. I I have been wishy-washy on the Annabelles. Did you watch the new trailer? I did. Uh, so is it The Conjuring 3? I, you know what? The, they're doing because the whole it's Conjuring got, universe thing. Yeah, but this one is like the Warrens. Yeah, and their house. Right. And it's their like, daughter. It's like their story, and they're in it. And so I was like, at uh, least at the beginning, I'm wondering how much they stay in it because I, will, I think it's going to be about that girl that comes over. I will probably go see it. Oh, I mean, I've seen all the other ones. And Annabelle Creation was fine. It was better than Annabelle Origins or whatever that was. Um, Wait, which one was the first one? Annabelle. The Annabelle one was the one that took place in like the 70s. Okay, which one um, was the second one? The this, Dust Bowl. That was the Dust Bowl. That was Annabelle Creation. Okay. And that one was pretty good. Then the house for like wayward girls or whatever oh, yes. it was. Oh yes. Yep. 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 That yep, one yep, was yep, pretty good. Yep, 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 yep. This is the one after that one because that one led up to the end of or the beginning of right. the first one. Right. Right, 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 right. They're doing this whole Conjuring universe thing really in weird orders. I still haven't seen The Nun. Did you ever see that? We I watched enough of it to know it was terrible. Really? I would that not sucks. I would not recommend it. That's a bummer. I wouldn't. Um I mean, there was a yeah. I don't know. It's just the thing about it is all the Annabelle movies have elements in them that are like, oh well, that's really cool. Like the creepy doll, just in general, is cool. This one I liked in the trailer that little color wheel.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the
1: very end, and it like would show like was shining light on the wall. Totally. That's a cool effect. The 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 creators and producers and writers behind the Insidious and Conjuring and all those universes can come up with some creepy images oh, i just wish sure. some of them were put together as better movies i agree wholeheartedly have you Spe- watched it have you watched anything uh, i was about to say speaking of what i wish was put together as better movies <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, we haven't gone to the theater so there are things that i want to see that we haven't but i've been catching up a lot on netflix original movies okay for because they're free and at home which is easy sure I, I have a weird relationship with Netflix movies. Q. So okay. like, Oakja. Like, did, did it touch you in a weird place? It did. Um, and we're gonna. There's gonna be a uh, an HBO documentary about it. Perfect. Um, but Leaving like, Netflix land. Yes. Yes. Leaving. Logging off Netflix is. I it. Think is what it. Is gonna be called. Um, flogging off. Netflix. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, what was? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, like Oakja was good. Yeah. But the thing about Oakja that I realized was the level of cast that they were able to get. Was crazy. Was crazy. And then this year, the same type of thing. So Velvet Buzzsaw, a crazy cast, crazy director. Um, the Highwaymen. Yeah. Crazy cast. Did you see that cast? Yes. Woody Harrelson and uh, what's his face? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Um, Kathy Bates. Yeah. is in it. Like, it's nuts. And then um, – The one that still baffles my mind is Triple Frontier. Oh yeah, Oscar Isaac, Ben Affleck, Charlie Uh, Hunnam, (laughs) Garrett Garrett Headland, and then I forget his name, but he's in Rogue One. Uh, I think he's the Hispanic guy from Rogue One. Gabriel Luna. I think Gabriel Luna is in this. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, you can look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's. Did you watch all of these movies? Yes. Not all of them, like, this week. No, no. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. He's okay. from Kingsman 2. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, but he's still a name. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of looks like Diego Luna a little bit. Yeah, so, kind of. So we, I didn't watch a, a Buzz, a Velvet Buzzsaw or Oakja this week, but I did watch Highwaymen and um, Triple Frontier and? this week. And they're both fine. Okay. Th- that's the thing that's baffling me uh, about these Netflix movies. Q is that, for the most part, everyone associated with them is extremely talented, and they're, from what I can read, given whatever leeway they're w- they want, with these movies, sure. And the the products that come out of them are just fine. Do you think? Because here's the deal. As far as I understand, most of Netflix's original movies are technically not originals. They're purchased. They, and... they are purchased. Do you think that Netflix has become and is angling to be the dumping ground for these big name headline bombs that would normally hit theaters? And we'd see all the time, oh, Ben Affleck did uh, The Accountant. Right. That was fine. Yeah. Do you think Netflix is angling for that? Anytime the studio has a movie that they're like, God, I don't know if this is going to do well in the theater. Netflix comes along and they're like, we'll pay you like mm, a million dollars, two million dollars for the rights to this movie. And the studio's like, yeah, okay. And then Netflix is like, we've got all these big stars in our movie. The thing is that business angle makes sense because Netflix's goal isn't to have a huge box office Netflix's goal is to get more subscribers so if they can have a lot of names and a lot of movies just on the marquee, if it were as you were to say, Hey, come give us money, watch these movies that makes sense for them. So movies like the accountant or triple frontier that would come out and I wouldn't even say they, they would bomb. I would think triple frontier would be fine. Sure. It would do well enough. Um, the thing about it is that even with some of these movies, I, I I feel like, and maybe it is, maybe it is just the level of movie is most of the time we wouldn't see these. They wouldn't get pushed as hard because the studios would know that there's just something off about them. But Netflix is like, we don't care. Big names, we're going to put them in front of people. But like, Triple Frontier is a good example. The director is the J.C. Chandor. So the guy who did like, um, All is Lost, A Most Violent Year, Margin Call. Like, yeah. really good movies. The guy's a good director. um, But Triple Frontier, there's just so much that is on the nose. Like, the music choices, I, I, don't get me wrong, I love me some Metallica. I sure. love Metallica. But if you start and end a movie with Metallica... It's just kind of like it's a bro movie," sure, and that's everything about the Triple Frontier in particular felt like "This is a bro movie," yeah. Maybe and maybe it is, and maybe it is, but but J C Chandor doesn't really make movies like that. Like a Most Violent Year is not like that. March well, maybe fall, this is, is his. Lost. Maybe this is his studio movie. Maybe this is his Suicide Squad. I don't know. Yeah. So but that it was like stuff like that. There was like lines of dialogue where I where I just kind of tweaked my head and I was like somebody should have rewritten that. In sure. a better movie someone would have rewritten that. That's fair. But it was it was one of those that was like really close, but I wasn't expecting it to be great, so I wasn't mad at it. It was just like, ah, oh, swinging and a miss, Triple Frontier. Almost. Got it. Almost. Almost. The Highwaymen was similar. Like the Highwaymen wanted so badly to be um uh What's that uh, Tom Hanks gangster movie? I'm blanking on it. Reservation. Oh, Road to Perdition? Road to Perdition. It wanted so badly to be Road to Perdition, but it just wasn't. It was the Alamo. Sure. You know, from uh, the early uh, odds. Yeah. You remember that one? Like, yeah. It's actually directed by – the Highwaymen was directed by the same guy who did the Alamo. Oh, well, then that makes sense. Yeah, so it makes sense. But it was that – like, you know how the Alamo felt bigger than its britches? Totally. Like, oh, this – we want to be – you know, saving Private Ryan, but we're accidentally Pearl Harbor. For like sure. That, that Definitely. Type of thing. This felt the same way. It was like, we're shooting for Road to Perdition, but we landed in the Alamo. Oh, that sucks. So it didn't suck. Sure. Uh, Woody Harrelson, as always, I love me some Woody. Really good. Kevin Costner, it's fine. Cool. The story was neat. Um, it's neat to see the Bonnie and Clyde story from the angle of the Texas Rangers who were hunting them. Totally. That was neat. But, Who I plays mean, Bonnie and Clyde in this movie? The, the nobody. You barely even see them. Really? That was a choice that the director make is that you basically only see them from looking across a field or you see them from their feet. Like, they really ah. make Bonnie and Clyde, like, mythical legends in this movie. Interesting. So, you kind of know as much about them as the Texas Rangers in the 30s. Do you think that that was 30s. a good choice? Yeah, honestly. I do. Uh, I think that if you would focus too much on Bonnie and Clyde, because part of the movie makes the point that they were celebrities. Sure. You know, like they were going through town and people would be like, I love you so much. And they even have the scene at the end when they're like dragging their bloody bodies through the street and right. people are trying to rip their clothes and get pieces of their hair. They make that a point, And that's one of the driving motivators of the movie is Kevin Cosner's upset that society is praising these villains Hmm. so for the movie to not even sensationalize them to just it's brutal it's quick and you never really focus on it I think was the right move um it's it was interesting to say the least okay I just wish the rest of the movie the problem with that is if you had focused on Bonnie and Clyde it would have made it a more fun gangster action movie and that's kind of what you needed this to be it wasn't as artistic as The Assassination of Jesse James, and it wasn't as somber and methodical and thought-provoking as Road to Perdition, but it wanted to be both. Mm. So, it's okay. fine. It was good. Like I, Again, I would break both of them two and a half, three out of five stars. All right, you know? that's not bad. Not bad. Serviceable movies. Um, ooh, I. this is not related to anything, but I remembered something I wanted to talk to you about today. Did you see the Mark Hamill news? That he is going to be voicing Chucky. What do you think of that? Um, the only thing I was confused about is he kept saying, I'm voicing Child's Play in that video. He didn't say Chucky. So then that made me wonder, Are is this not going to be Chucky anymore? I don't know. I think it might be Buddy. I'm not on board with that. I don't I kinda, know if they have the rights to the Chucky name. Though. He just kept saying, like, I'm Mark Hamill, and I'm going to be the voice of Child's Play. Yeah. And... I can't wait to do a fresh new take on child's play and child's play, child's play. And I was just like, can you not say Chucky? Uh, well, I will say, I just looked up uh, on IMDb and according to IMDb, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky. Okay, good. Okay. So um, I'm fine with it. I mean, we, I love Mark Hamill. I think he's a fantastic voice actor. That's the thing is if Dorf's not going to do it, I kind of would think that Mark is the only other person on the planet I'd be okay with doing it. And so, but I am I will say I am very curious to see what the new Chucky sounds like. Yes. And I I was kind of hoping in that little video he would like end it with like a little taste. <laughs> right? <laughs> or something. Like or something you know what I mean? Yeah. Something. No, um, cuz obviously he's not going to be doing a dorif riff. Or, if, or I no. mean he shouldn't. He sh- I don't want him to. Right. But I also don't want him to kind like do a kinda Joker either. Right. But I was kind of thinking for sure that this was just gonna like they were gonna give it that a robotic child's voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the fact that they're having Mark Hamill, a full-grown adult man, yeah. do the voice does have me interested. Like, why I, is he gonna have a voice like that? And again, I know we've talked about Mark Hamill and his voice acting, but I. Very much believe he is uh, a thousand times better as a voice actor than he is as an on-camera on guy. Oh, I 100% agree with and that statement. And when it comes to maniacal characters, if it's not Brad Dorf, it better be Mark Hamill. Oh, for sure. And for sure. so I think the news is very interesting. I'm with you. I'm, I'm reserved on kind of what the movie's going to be. Sure. But, you know, Brian Tyree Henry... Story Aubrey Plaza. Looks, Aubrey Plaza. The story looks cool. Like with now with Mark Hamill, that's another chalk in the pro column. For least. sure. Definitely. Definitely. It's not a negative. If they would have no. come out and been like, Bill Hader is the voice of Chucky. I, I don't <laughs> know. I might have still been on board with that too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. Like Josh Gad as Chucky. I would have been like, I don't no. know. I like you as Olaf, but hey, uh. I don't know. <laughs> um, speaking of spooky trailers and and spooky movies, uh, what about the uh, what about the sto- scary stories trailer that dropped this week? I have been awake ever since that trailer dropped. I think that might have been the scariest movie of last year. I don't know what it, I don't know how this movie is being made. That is the one thing when I see all the marketing material and I see the trailer and I see it still being touted as a kid's movie. It can't be a kid's movie. Even the posters don't feel like a kid's movie. They feel like they are not marketing towards children. They're marketing towards adults. The posters look like a, a movie in the Jeepers Creepers series. Totally. So I'm starting to feel like. This isn't. This movie is being made for the kids that grew up with the scary stories book series and I not
0: wrote,
1: current generation children. Okay, I I agree with you a hundred percent, but I do want to throw out a theory. Okay, follow me on this. You okay. read those books as a kid, correct? I definitely did. Yes, okay, absolutely. I, I knew I knew that answer, but I wanted to ask. Yeah, those books. The great thing about those books, and I was talking with Amanda about this because she didn't read them. Oh, and I was gosh. explaining that was like a seminal part of my childhood. <laughs> Same year. I had both of them. I don't know where they are now, but I was explaining to her the great thing about those books was that there wasn't a lot of cussing, there wasn't a lot of like blood and guts and gore, there wasn't any that I can remember sex or any like innuendos or anything. It was just pure, straight up, terrifying stories of ghosts and suspense. Sure. And so you were able to get away with reading the books because it didn't have anything of the naughty nature that parents were looking sure. for. Sure. But the imagery was so scary and the stories themselves were so scary that it was like uh, like uh, uh, something you got away with. It did I'm, have a little bit of gore. If I remember, there's a Wendigo story and the person ends up with bloody stumps for legs. Right. But in that like that's the final reveal? Right. Right. It? Right. Okay. I think every the now and then the gore level do was like always that. just like the last shocking, like a punch in the face. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like they just punched kids right in the face, which is somehow they got away with that. But I'm thinking the movie is they're doing the same thing. Like I don't think there's going to be a lot of body parts are getting ripped off. There's not sure. going to be any TNA. Well, it's just you... going to be moody ghosts and scary things. Did you read that the movie is set in the 60s? I did see that um I recently looks, read that with because I wasn't able to really tell from the trailers to be honest it it was the cars the car style was the only thing that indicated it yeah, I guess that's true. But I when I read the new synopsis that they released with the trailer, that's when it was like in the 60s in this small town. I was like, oh, oh cool. I like that even the, better. The like, voiceover in the trailer, that lady was super scary. Yeah. Great choice. I loved all the quick glimpses of all the stories that we got. Yeah. Although I did think to myself, it's like, oh, they're doing goosebumps, but scary. It does feel like that. It does. Because it was very much a like. The the woman this woman's journals are coming to life. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's now, un- the same story. Unless but I mean but the thing about it is how would you do it otherwise? You either have to pick one story to adapt, which isn't gonna make anybody happy. Sure. Or you have to do it VHS style, where it's like, we got into this house and found this book and then a bunch of segments. Or you do it where there is a single repository and it's somehow manifesting in real life. Like I don't know another way to do that. I mean that's totally fair you're for right. this story, at least. Yeah, you're no, you're right. You're definitely right. So I don't know. It's it's uh, but I'm I'm very excited about it. Now I know we're uh, we're winding down on our short episode here. Um, <laughs> yeah, our short episode is becoming a long episode. I do want to leave you with a final thought, though. Please. Oh, I like final thoughts. Uh, my final thought is. Everyone needs to go see us as soon as possible as soon as possible because i knew you saw it i knew i didn't so i didn't want us to talk about it on the episode because there's i don't want to ruin anything go see us lots of people are gonna love it lots of people are gonna hate it it at the very least will create a dialogue and that is a dialogue that i cannot wait to have not only with you jay but with any of our listeners right now tweet at us Don't tweet spoilers, because Jay's a watching. And I will delete them immediately if I see spoilers. But tweet at us, talk about it. Let's talk about this movie. Jay, your job is to f- see this movie as soon as humanly possible. That That's my goal. It's, it's the, We're doing a whole Get Out thing again. You saw Get Out like five times in the theater before I saw it the first yep, time. Yep. You've already seen Us a handful of times, and I haven't seen it it's, yet. So we're doing I'm the up, same pattern. I'm up to seeing it. Us twice, I think. Think we're talking about going to see it again next week? Oh man, um, you people without toddlers! The I'll main thing is, it's a movie. No matter what, and this is no spoiler territory. This is no hype. It is a movie that absolutely requires multiple viewings. I love like it. to really understand it. Even if you hate it, you need to watch it again because it adds layers each time you watch it. And so I can't wait to see it a third time. Everybody needs to go see it. Go see us. Yeah. I'm gonna cosplay as us at some point this year. I'm really excited. I. It's uh, it's it, just it, a weird good time at the movies, and I will say, uh, Jordan Peele is quickly becoming my new Rod Serling. So I was about to say. I mean, it's, it's fitting. It's fitting for him. That he is hosting the new Twilight Zone, which premieres tomorrow. I about to say we're less than twenty-four hours away from that queue, and I'm so crazy excited. Even have you read any of the early reviews? I have, but they they also, much like us, they swing wildly. Yeah. Some of them are like it's fantastic, and some of them are like it's awful. So, <laughs> I I am that actually excites me more. Good, that excites me more because that means that there will be things to unpack. Well, I'll tell you by the next week's episode of other stuff too i will have seen as many as they have out and oh we can discuss it speaking of that you need to see the show what we do in the shadows oh i already watched it it's amazing so good i love i love the the movie and i love the sue the energy vampire was the greatest thing they've ever created hilarious but i also really love doug jones as oh. the uh as the like grand high vampire. <laughs> yeah, the, the Baron. Super funny. So we can it's talk more about show. that. But that's my final note is oh, I like that. Let's end our on these other stuff suggestions. two episodes with our final notes. And it's our we can come up with a better movie related name for it. But our, our your watching your, suggestions. Your our watching suggestions. Your watch list is people should go see us. Us. My watch list is people need to go see what we do in the shadows, the FX show. And then when we come back next week, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and we'll talk also talk about twilight zone. Yeah. So, awesome. Hey, this is a successful first other stuff too. Uh, yeah. I hope people like it. If Hey, if people dig it, keep listening. We'll try and put these out every week until they become either uh, unbearable for people or we find a way, a, a different place to house them. Exactly. So, so let us know, tweet at us, comment on us, share the episodes, tag and this, us. This is another great opportunity, sorry to interrupt Q, but uh, this is another great opportunity to, if you have questions you want us to answer, what are our favorite movies of the week, what do we think of so-and-so's performance, what do we think of whatever, shoot out, uh, shoot out to us a a tweet, an Instagram message, a Facebook message, just high five, uh, ask high five, um, And then let us know. Hashtag Ask High Five. Let us know and we'll answer questions on these episodes. And we'll even give you a little name dropy shout out. We'll use first names only or your handle. So let us know. We'll shout it out and we'll answer your question. Woody Woot. Later.
0: It's time to close the door to the writer's room once again. As this week's award winning High Five, the podcast episode comes to an end. Feel free to reach out to the guys with your suggestions for episode topics by emailing them at, my5 at myfive at podcast dot com. That's <sighs> m y f i v e at h i g h f i v e t h e p o d c a s t dot com. You got that or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on Twitter at high the number five the podcast Instagram at high five the podcast or on letterbox by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on iTunes Stitcher Google Play or wherever you're listening to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating if you like what you hear even if you don't like what you hear, give us a high rating anyway. What's it costing you? Nothing. That's what we thought. See you next week. And
1: that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's
0: a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. Crossing the streams? Maybe. See you next week.